Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the another round of Baldi's Deliberations. We, get, we're, we, we got some minor categories. We're going to try to... Well, I don't know if they're minor categories. Are there any, are there any small categories in the Baldi's gym? No. Only huge losers. Only huge <laughs> losers. Uh, so we got uh, we got uh, some stuff here. Um, let's uh, go ahead and put this in uh, some sort of ordered list. Ah, uh, yes, a numbered list. Doom Patrol season three. I was. Are we doing to the top or? Yeah, I think we're doing to the top. Okay. Um, I think this is a float for me. I I don't have any special animosity. It's just uh, it was just disappointing. I, this might be a lot because I don't have a lot of heat for a lot of these. Uh, Mosquito Coast. That's pretty disappointing. It's I, pretty disappointing. I'm not. Should, do, you, do you feel like it needs to go to the top? I mean, above Doom Patrol, which I haven't seen, of course, but. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's a good way to put at it. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, can I say to the bottom? Because I did not find this disappointing. No, I wasn't hugely disappointed either. Um I, I felt like it got a bad the, rap. The, the rare to the bottom where that's good. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. To, uh, to the, the top? top, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Army of the Dead. That's oh, a Zack right. Snyder. That's the, yeah. Okay, which, you, you which, floating or sinking. It, I think this is only on there so I could talk about what a piece of shit this is again. Uh, <laughs> because, like, I didn't have high cause. expectations, right? I thought... I thought, okay, this might this might be right in Zack Snyder's wheelhouse where he can just go crazy and have fun with a zombie movie in Las Vegas and it'll be just this wild ride and it turned out to be just nothing like what I had hoped it would be. So, yeah, I, I was pretty disappointed. I was definitely, like, it's Zack Snyder, so how disappointed can you be, right? You know, he's going to make a couple of turds. Uh, mostly turds. The float, the float to the top. These turds float to the top, or these dense turds, the kind of turds that sink to the bottom. <laughs> I think, I think they're bobbing. They're like, they're bobbing. Every once in a while, right. poke their head to the top, but not quite above Mosquito Coast. All right, so there's floating, but yeah. not to the top. There's kind of floating in the middle of the toilet bowl water column. Yeah. Uh, the green. Oh, are you trying to get us killed? Like, what are we doing with these next two? The Green Knight and Pig. These don't. Okay, so the Green Knight is disappointing to me. Pig is disappointing to you because I loved Pig. Uh, okay, I'm saying send this to the bottom. Do you, I mean how the passionately? So, so what were you? What were, I, so this ad camp? Okay, let yeah to the top or to the bottom. What are we? What are we doing here? I, I mean, the, the, yeah, the trailer made this look super cool. And yeah, I'm trying not to get into full analysis yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I don't Maybe know. I should. mean, for me, yeah, because this is a tough one, right? Because you like this movie. I did not. But the thing is, is I, do you watch this movie if they advertised it not like a Marvel movie? Probably Would you've not. you gone in? No. Okay. And you did not? You hated it? I didn't hate or it. The pacing it of this boring? movie. The, the, yeah, just the, the... It's not even the pacing of the movie itself. It's the... 
I, I don't know. This movie moves like an iceberg. Um, yeah, I mean, the line between boring and absorbing, I don't like because to me, this movie was engrossing and absorbing and yeah, it, it crossed the line to, for me. Yeah. So is that a float? I mean, this is not going to make it probably to the top or bottom because we feel differently about yeah. both of these next two. But yeah, right. probably float. Uh, pig um I like again pig. it's i yeah i i think i'd have seen pig with no fanfare and been like you know what nick cage gave a shit about a movie and they they, they did it in, in in like an a24 style you know that kind of like sheen of legitimacy and and that's that good for him but i came into this movie people telling me this is the best work nick cage has ever done and this it's is like john wick right it's like John Wick. It's got it's an avant with a pig, etc. And it's an avant-garde filmmaker who's right out of film school and he's blowing the world away with the crazy shitty show. And it's a well shot. It's a gorgeously shot film, completely paint by numbers, with an engaged Nick Cage and a plot that I don't know. I to, to me this this would have been a treat to discover. Instead, I found a bunch of people trying to talk it up into an Oscar campaign. Nick, get the fuck out of here! I, yeah. I, I no, I. But, but like, see when you I say don't hate like, it, when you say paint by numbers, I say extremely well constructed. Like it is a it is a movie that is immaculately constructed. Yeah, like like a fancy chef's plate of food, right? Like that's the whole thing. It's. It is I was that. expecting something like the Green Knight applied to right. a John Wick, jo- Nick Cage yeah. film. Yeah, the and, expectation. Nothing... But it didn't disappoint me, right? Like, it was totally different yeah. than what I expected it to be, but it still was very yeah. good for me. Um, so, I, I wasn't disappointed by it. I, it was just, yeah, I was surprised by it, I guess. So, I guess it's another floater because, like, uh, my antipathy, yeah. which is not that strong, and your, uh, I guess you love this movie, would you say? Uh, love is pretty strong. There are movies I love. This is not in that category. This is a movie I liked a lot, but. All right, we're going to have to quantify our hatred and love yeah. for those these two movies. Let's move on to Mini Saints and Newark because, to me, this Ooh. goes to the top. Yeah. I, I I did not did not like this. This. Uh, it's not a bad film, but I did not like it. Um, losing Star Trek The Next Generation. If you didn't know, we had this thing called Sci-Fi Sunday. Every Sunday on twitch.tv slash baldmove. Still doing it. It's called Cinematic Sunday because we dropped a sci-fi. In large part because Amazon dropped. Now, this is something they're forced into, but they dropped the, the Next Generation, all the Star Trek catalog from the watch party free Amazon library thing. It's mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have Paramount Plus, you don't have Star Trek Next Generation anymore, right? I think that's true. Yeah. As far this as this is an intolerable service. blow for the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it really, uh, it just seems like every time we find something we really like, like we had a good a core group of people enjoying Star Trek The Next Generation, a lot of them for the first time, unironic, well, a little bit ironically, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And this goes to the top. Yeah. I mean, if, if bald move moments can count as disappointing, this is a big one. Witcher 2? Ah. Uh... I think I want to float that one. I don't hate Witcher Two. It's it's just kind of long. I'll I'll talk more about it when we get down to brass tacks here. Eternals. Is that close to the top? Uh, yeah. If if I had higher expectations, if it was a That's known property, thing. yeah. But 
Uh, how about Black Widow? <laughs> it's higher than Eternals, actually, because Black Widow is like a main Avenger, right? You expect that movie to be incredible um, when she finally gets her due, and it just kind of wasn't died canonically. Yeah. So what do you? What do we think? Yeah. I I would say to the top. I don't think it'll stay at the top, but all right, taking it to the top. Uh, don't look up. This is the sky is falling. Um, climate climate movie. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio doing his climate, climate thing. You expect yeah. kind of a good movie, and I turn this off halfway through because it sucks. It's, it's a climate parable, right? Or a climate? Um, it's a satire for sure. Sat satire. Yeah. Mm-hmm um a fable because it's it's all about an asteroid coming down right yeah 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 um yeah i've heard this is a big piece of shit from people i respected um in like an entirely different way than but i i I don't know like um it's hard to describe why it's bad it's just bad it's like they had nothing new to add from like inconvenient truth and like at this point Mm-hmm. It, I, the only reason I would not hate a movie like this is if it was moving the needle and getting people to talk about it. But even like it didn't do an effective job of preaching to the choir. It didn't do an effective job of motivating its base. Like not only did yeah. it not move the needle in public opinion, it like, you know, I, I'd like. It's not contributing to the argument. Fucking it's coastal simply... liberals were rolling coal after they watched this movie. They just, <laughs> just like there's a, such a, 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 a fatalism, a nihilism that yeah. was engendered by it. I don't know. Yeah. Is this good to the top? I didn't have any expectations for it is the thing. I went in knowing that like people were going to, people said this is bad. So no. All right. And then we have a shining example of Sundance sci-fi high life starring Robert Pattinson I was excited for this movie, uh-huh. like, like, like a, you know, um, a, 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 a highbrow sci-fi with the new Batman. There was this uh, tantalizing concept of a masturbation box mm-hmm. that the crew used to sustain themselves through their long voyage of space to manage their sexual desires, and like that, that was going to be some kind of cool. And this was the, one of the most boring watch parties. Like the slaughter, like I think 90,000 people showed up in the arena and we were, we were, we were hard pressed to get 45,000 across the finish line. Uh, This this is like one of those brutal performances out of a sci-fi Sunday. Yeah. I think it's got to go to the top. Sure. I can see it going to the top for now. It's not going to stay there. Um, Okay. So now we've got stuff in rough rank. Let's, let's talk about this high life. Going head to head against Black Widow, which is more disappointing? Uh, probably Black Widow because it's been built up for ten years, and <laughs> High Life was just like a blurb from Amazon that I read and was like, "Hmm, that could be interesting." Black High Widow Life has just... Robert Pattinson in it, which coming off a of Lighthouse, I'm very much, I was very much excited about. Uh, I, and I thought, yeah, Robert Pattinson in the Lighthouse in space, fuck yeah, let's do this, and then it was just weird do you know what it felt like do, do you know that uh you, you know one of our space shuttles blew up in the 80s and we're like oh fuck we need a new space shuttle and nasa looks and is like ah we got like a spare space frame and a couple of these and a couple like you know some some production spares and we're gonna cobble it all together and boom endeavor 
that's what the Black Widow felt like. That like there was a whole mm. bunch of discarded action scenes and character beats and stuff that they've been kicking around. And it's like you know what? Let's just uh, yeah. It, it felt like a like like uh, if, if this was an hour longer, they could have chopped it up into six parts and made it into an, an MCU Disney Plus show. She's already dead. Who cares? Let's just cobble it this really, thing together, make some money, and get out. Yeah, it felt more like a launch pad for Florence the Pew than it did for, which is great. But yeah, she's like, the only reason and, this isn't like an obvious shitty movie. Like, I yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed her performance. Her but yeah, yeah overall, the sister performance. I like David Har- Harbor. It's just like mm-hmm. this. This felt like this should have happened three, four years ago instead of being an afterthought that you're trying to catch up on and. Yeah. uh yeah, it's just really disappointing. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, action was ugly, kind of boring. Yeah, um, yeah, just just not it. Uh, so, is losing Star Trek: The Next Generation more disappointing than High Life? I say yes. Yeah, I was hoping that we'd at least get through Star Trek. I think if we had one more year, we would have gotten through it. We would have gotten through the whole series. Yeah, we were halfway we'd... through season five, right? Yeah. We're, we're really uh, is it more disappointing than Black Widow? I say yes. Yeah, I agree. The only reason it might not win is because I kind of knew it was coming. As soon as Paramount Plus came out, I'm like, oh, it's just a matter of time before they yank the leash on all these. Because Star Trek was on the present. You could watch Mm -hmm. it on like Netflix and uh, uh, Amazon and like Hulu. Like there's multiple ways to get it. What do you think about Mini Saints in Newark? So I know you were super disappointed because you had been watching the Sopranos uh, yes. in a lead up to that, like sprinting through Sopranos. And I haven't seen Sopranos Which I loved. In, uh, over a decade, probably. Um, and, and so I was watching this more as just like a straight gangster movie. And I think it worked a little bit better as a straight gangster movie, although the edges of it are like sanded off because you're, you're not really aware of all the characters and everything. I mean, I, I know who Junior is. I know who Tony Soprano would be as a, a teenager, right? Like all these things. Um, so I, I didn't find it like incredibly disappointing. I, it it was an okay. It was a mediocre to okay uh, gangster movie. I mean, I think that's the problem. If this was just like a gangster movie, like a low budget indie gangster, you know, like reflection on a particular time and a place, I would have been fine. But I probably wouldn't have watched it. That's the thing. It, yeah, it, it would have been like, you know, if you're really hard up for a, a, a high end boutique gangster thing, then do it. But like the Sopranos pedigree and watching all the Sopranos. Hmm. Um, and like being like, oh man, this show kind of holds up and still is maybe even more relevant than it was when it first came out 20 years ago in terms of like what it says about where we're at in America, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. and the characters are so great and indelible. And you know, the, uh, uh James Gandolfini's son playing, yeah, like, yeah. it's like, my God, how can this not? And I, I read Alan Seppenwall's like really loving you know clearly passionate coverage of it and but but i'm like mm, he's not saying much about the end product and in product is just like the last 15 minutes of this it starts to get a pulse but it's mm-hmm. so boring and that's not what the sopranos are the sopranos are not boring yeah i think it's uh, maybe more disappointing than star trek the next generation Oh, 
I, I was going to put it at two, but I could see it if you blitz through Sopranos right before this. I expected Star Trek to be ripped from us. And I expected right. Sopranos right. to be... Um, I expect as many Saints in Newark to be a, kind of amazing. And like one of those it, things happened. One did not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, it's like it blunts the disappointment and it increases on the other thing. So I might come back to this. I might come back to this. Um, All right. Book this is the Fed. one, man. Book of Boba this, Fett needs to go to the top for me. I To the tippy top? Uh, here's the thing. I was hoping that yeah. Disney would have some balls and make a gritty bounty hunter story here. And... I can't imagine doing a worse job of, of Boba Fett as a character. Um, it, it had a moment or two where like, okay, his interactions with the sand people here, are interesting. But after that, it fucking just completely derailed. I, the, and in half the, first the show episode, is yeah. not even, is not even Boba Fett. Half the show is Mando. Like they didn't know what to do with Boba Fett and they needed to make a show. Apparently, and so they just fucking, I don't know, let's make half of this Mando season three and we'll figure out what to do with Boba Fett in season two. Dude, it's so insulting that Boba Fett got muscled out of his own show. <laughs> I don't know what Robert Rodriguez is thinking. I thought he would be a good fit for this franchise, but he had like some of his, some of the most Rodriguean des- des- things were the most egregious stuff. Like, yeah. His Those his most bike. Espa biker gang that looked like it's yeah, straight out of Spy Espa Kids. Gang. It was shit. Bad. Uh, inability to have the for Boba Fett to be the biggest bad. Like, Boba Fett was almost the biggest badass in last season of The Mandalorian. And then, like, I don't know whether they're, like, making it up to The Mandalorian. Like, okay, well, he took over your show, so now you take... But he did a much more comprehensive job, and I liked... Yeah some of the Mandalorian stuff in the middle, but it's just like, it just became the Mandalorian show. Right. And there was some good stuff, but what a schizophrenic yeah, piece of shit it's this a mess. season was. But, but the book of Boba Fett is a goddamn mess. Um, it's bad. It's very bad. And I was hyped. I mean, you, you see the trailer, you see the, the teaser at the end of Mando season two. And you're like, fuck yeah, this is going to finally be the adult story that I'm looking for out of one of the most, you know fabled characters in the entirety of star wars and it just sucked it just sucked and it was excited i, I got excited because you know tamura morrison uh tamura morrison got in the good shape because he was a little you know mm-hmm. bloated uh, <laughs> uh bubba <laughs> fett a little too bu- bubba fett in season two of mandalorian and uh-huh. i like looked that and you know uh Everything looked so good. And even like with the promise of the Rancor and how that was fulfilled, it just, gee whiz, it's too little too late at the end of the season. And it's one of those things that Rick really, I don't have like, like on my mind, Disney's batting like 30% at best on these Marvel Star Wars shows. And yeah, um, yeah I like, I, 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 there needs to be more. It needs to be more. Um, Mosquito Coast, I man, I don't know. Like I, I love the movie. I love the Harrison Ford River Phoenix movie. Um, I love Justin Thoreau. I love Justin Thoreau. I thought this was it had the makings of a brilliant remake, mm-hmm. but something got lost in the bloat and the modernization and. Yeah, and I the thing is I didn't watch it because or I didn't finish it because. No one was saying it was getting better. In fact, I think Seppenwall is like, it's kind of like starts off as strong as it's ever going to be and mm-hmm. kind of 
So like I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I don't know. But like I, I didn't see the whole thing. So I don't really want to get on my soapbox about it. And I. Yeah, I, watched, I don't know. Do you want to put it put it over high life? Because I mean, probably. Yeah, just because uh, high life is this one off thing. I, I don't know. I, I watched three episodes of Mosquito Coast. I felt like this show had an agenda and the, and I'm fine with shows that have an agenda sometimes. But the only way they knew yeah. how to express it was with wild monologues from the main character who would just go on tirades for minutes at a time and just came off as an insane person, which, you know, is, is maybe what they were going for. It just didn't work for me at all. Uh, and I'd stopped watching it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, the movie definitely follows that pattern too, but like it becomes its own thing when they get into the jungle and they get off the grid and there's a little Swiss family Robinson. And then this guy, this, this blowhard kind of combination Luddite slash, I don't know, Mr. Wizard, you know, like, like him coming into to hardcore reality, um, yeah. things that he can't control. Um, and maybe they were getting there. Maybe it's just a case of a series is not the format for this story. Right. Maybe like it's too, it takes too long to get yeah. to the parts that you're going to care about. Uh, Doom Patrol season three. Man, I don't know what the hell. Um, this feels like a Mr. Robot season two. If you remember, like uh, our theory on that is Sam Esmail had a really crackerjack start and he kind of knew he had a really great end in mind, but there wasn't enough material for season two like that in, in, in the breaking everything out. Like there just wasn't enough to, to, to fill the time and make it interesting. And the, uh, the, the plot twist didn't kind of like enthrall and it was kind of obvious and um, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And season three of the doom patrol felt like this to me because it, the first two episodes I was really into, but those were essentially the episodes that were supposed to be at the end of last season and COVID kind of shut things down. So they decided to kind of make it into a cliffhanger and like punt it. Hmm. So there is this like whiplash of like this super exciting, like, you know, re- resolution of this climax and denouement that was felt satisfying. And then another season started. And this was a season of like these like kind of people all feeling kind of sorry for themselves. There's this kind of confusing time travel plot line added to it was not nearly as much fun and like hilarity as some of the like it it started getting that kind of like DC seriousness where everything was just kind of, you know, everyone's dealing with these really traumatic events and uh, addictions and 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 uh, uh, cycles of abuse. And it's just like, oh, my God, like that's fine but this show used to be hilarious and you know about 300 foot cockroaches taking over the world and shit like that and and uh alan tudyk being a a maniac so it's super disappointing but i i to me it's like i it's probably in a below below the mini saints in Newark because doom patrol's always this it's always got the excuse of like well we're just a dumb dc low budget dc show with Brendan Fraser in a robot suit, you know? <laughs> sure. Uh, so I, it, it can't be that disappointing. It'd be like if, uh, yeah, but I guess if season three of Harley Quinn comes out and it sucks, I'd be really dis- disappointed in it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Harley Quinn's great. Uh, I kind of feel the Ar- same way about army of the dead. Um, it's a yeah. Zack Snyder project. How disappointing can you actually be in a Zack Snyder project? But 
but I felt like this was his wheelhouse, right? I, like, yeah, I, I love uh, Dawn of the Dead remake that he did. Um, but this seemed like okay. Zack Snyder loves to go big. He loves to go crazy. Balls to the wall. Zombies in Vegas. How much fun can you have with that? A ton. A ton of fun. Oh, oh no. Here we go. <laughs> I'll say you're muted. Uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking into Zack Snyder to make a point here. Yeah, Watchmen and, and Dawn of the Dead are like the only two things he's ever done that I've liked. Um, so three hundred is good. Anyway, um, it was good for the time. Yeah, and and like the the trailer was awesome, right? It, it seemed like so much fun. It had this fucking zombie tiger that they were teasing, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be badass, man. And then I get into it, and A, it's not funny. Like, the the comedy in this movie is... The comedy is the joke, which is <laughs> a bad sign. Oof. Uh, Oof. It, it, they, they had, like, one dude who was even kind of funny. The rest were telling all the jokes, and it was shit. Uh, Dave Batista has this relationship with his daughter that they try and make the central crux of of the, the movie, and it almost gets there emotionally, but... I, but there's so many things around the edges that are just like, oh god, it's this is so dumb uh, that it ultimately can't. Uh, the tiger is so poorly like it, it's so it comes in, it like stalks them for a second and leaves, uh, and then doesn't come back until the very end of the movie where it just kind of comes out of nowhere and eats a character or whatever. And the character they get to eat in that scene is awesome. But there's literally nothing else with this tiger in it. It's like us two scenes, and and it's just like very quick. Um, they had this like uh, undead queen or some shit plotline that was going that was just stupid. It was just really bad, and it was like stalking. There was, uh, you're muted. <laughs> undead queen or some shit undead queen or some shit yeah I, did, I didn't like it I didn't like it it wasn't funny it wasn't good it the emotional shit did not ring true to me none of this was movie Dave was Batista good. good like I he sounds like his is it was badly he, written he's mediocre but was, I'd like I I, damn, I could take or leave I really want him to be good is he a good actor I I guess he's a I don't know. He's a good comedic like, actor. I don't know if he's a good dramatic he's, actor he's yet. He's good at being Drax. He'd be great in a Fast and Furious. Uh I thought he showed some promise in Blade Runner. Okay. When he plays sure. the like uh replicant that's been on the you know with the wireframe yeah. glasses playing against type, you know. I, I kind of like uh, the, the 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 like the Hank McCoy kind of like brawny, brainy guy. I thought maybe he could pull that off. Um, yeah, maybe if he's in a better movie, I'm still going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say this is just a shit movie. Um, because yeah, he was doing nothing for me in this. So what does that do? Does that get us over Mosquito Coast? Does uh, it get us over yeah. Black Widow? I mean, mm, yeah, I can go to number five for this, but Ooh, just probably no higher. Black Widow. Uh, I, I okay. I think the these Green Knight Pig were, near the bottom. Yeah, but like I think The Witcher goes above Green Knight for me because uh, like, again, I didn't find the Green Knight uh, disappointing, and right. The Witcher, 
Witcher is another kind of um, a Doom Patrol season three where I felt like there was only about five pounds of shit to stuff into a ten pound bag. Hmm. <laughs> or, yeah. or you know, it's, so it's you one of those things where bag, yeah. Yeah, you get you get a bag of chips. Like, oh man, I got this party size thing of mm-hmm. barbecues. Late, and you open it up. It's like, what the fuck? Two thirds of it's. I understand that's for shipping purposes. You don't want it full. You you don't want crust. But that's you know, it's like this. It's so weird because they had bigger monster fights, but far less frequent frequent ones. So like, it's probably the same amount of budget. But last year was like, just can't be fun. Every episode is this kind of like X Files thing where. You know, uh, Superman's going out there with a silver sword and he's vanquishing bad guys. And there's some creepy, like, one shot vampire in a castle things. And, you know, some really interesting stuff with the gin and, uh, uh, like the character work. And this, I don't know. Like, a big part of it is, I think a, several of the magical characters had plot reasons to be depowered and they didn't want to just you know deal with that in like a first half of a season and go on but it also left a lot of the heavy hitters kind of on the sidelines unable to do anything cool yeah um i don't know i don't, I don't know about this the siri she's like a major care i don't know if she's like up to carrying the the load here either i i just like Said i was so fucking enough wasn't yeah man there's not there wasn't any sex appeal in this season not even gerald sitting there naked in the tub or nothing uh they didn't have it as as as, as good action uh is just yeah just a i was so hyped for this like all christmas vacation long mm-hmm. like oh man i'm gonna get off work yeah, i remember you talking which is about going it. to drop me and alexis your wife were excited about talking i don't has she even seen it i don't think so it's yeah man nobody talked about it 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 they they did some things I liked in terms of they cleaned up uh, the Nilfgaard the Milf Guardians their butthole armor now looks cool uh, some of the world building stuff was kind of neat is it armor but, made of buttholes or is it armor protecting your butthole it's armor made of buttholes yeah they they <laughs> okay they they took a whole bunch of buttholes they tanned them they stitched them together and they they boiled them put them over mail uh, right. yeah I I. Uh, it's super disappointing. Um, hmm. I have not seen this. I I think it's more disappointing than, but like we're just going to, with the the top five, right? So like it Probably, it doesn't get yeah. out of the top. It doesn't get out of top. It doesn't get into the top five, and then I think Eternals. I I don't know, man. I I feel this is only disappointing because the name Marvel is attached, right? Yes. Otherwise, who gives? But a that fuck? is. That is not nothing because like I, you know, if Guardians had cratered, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's an unproven quantity. I was yeah. like, you know what? Marvel can make anything good. That's not true. That's not true. Not true. Yeah. Eternals is bad. It's, especially this big group. This big group introducing yeah, them all, making fear about them. All the fun out of a movie like this. Like Marvel's this movies are fun above all property. else, right? And the jokes are bad in this. No, none of the characters are fun or funny. Even this, Kumail Nanjiani is not funny dude, in this movie. How do you make Kumail not no. funny? The I only guy who is this, is his sidekick, his his director or whoever he is, cinematographer. It, it just is a poorly thought out franchise. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It felt like uh, almost Captain Planet adaptation tier. Yeah, like this was just yeah. This is just a, a series that it wasn't wasn't Jack Kirby and uh, uh Jesus uh what's his face. Excelsior guy, Stanley, Stanley. Thank you. 
it's it's not their best work if that's in fact who worked it up uh kind of sucked yeah so I'm kind of with this. If you want to put pig over the green knight, I don't or no, care. If you want to put green knight over the pig, like, but I'm, yeah, well, I think we got a good top. Are we, are we yeah. happy with book of Boba Fett losing star Trek to, uh, Amazon or to Paramount mini saints in Newark, doom patrol army of the dead. Yeah. That looks like a good list to me. All right. Should we keep going? Yeah, let's do it. If you got time. Yeah, I actually have, uh, I don't have to leave till two 30 today. So I've got another 40 minutes. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We try to make it super easy to support making podcasts at Bald Move. Just join the club. Well, some people aren't the joining type, or maybe they're already in the club but want to add a little bit of gratuity for an especially great season of coverage, or for a podcast that really spoke to them or gave them that bit of support in a tough time. For these and for whatever other reason you might have, our tip jar is always open. Head over to support.ballmove.com and click the donate option to say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. Once again, check out support.ballmove.com for all the great ways to help me and Jim keep making the podcast you love. Uh, best debut pilot. Hoo-wee. This one might take foundation. I don't know why we're putting season one because it's like it's just a season one. Well, a pie. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, to guess, the top. It's it's there, right? To denote whether this is a, a limited series or a full on series. I don't know. Yeah. To the top foundation. Hacks. Great. Yeah. I, I almost want to hack. I almost want to. Well, the pilot was pretty good. I liked the pilot. It's uh-huh. just, it's, it's fine. It's the series didn't live up to the promise of the pilot or didn't say anything really kind of new or interesting, but, uh, I'm fine with floating it. So, so I guess that's a question. How do we judge these? If, if, cause hacks is going to get a season two, right? So do we judge the yes. pilot or do we judge the season? Cause I felt like judging the pilot was for things that are limited series that aren't coming back. I think it's, I think that, I think it's a fine line. I think there's, uh, I think that this has always been up to interpretation. Like yeah. to me, um, if hacks had had like a, a breaking bad ask that, that to my, my mind, I always think of like best pilots I've ever seen breaking bad. Sure. Like it grabs you by the balls. It then takes you back and builds the character and then puts an exclamation point at the end. And it's like a fucking full hour and it feels like it's 30 minutes long. Yeah. That is a hell of a pilot. Um, I so hacks I think had a good pilot. It was just an okay debut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do we do with that? I I think we float it because yeah, we'll float. Yeah, I'm not here There's to stuff to on shit here that's on better anyway. Reservation Dogs to the top. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I will say that this was a particularly good pilot. Because it introduced so many great things about the world, about the essential comedy, about the weirdness of the res and the characters. 
uh yeah i i i and like like the 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 twin rappers on their bicycles like at the the rival gang the even the darkness that they delve into later on like it's all there in this first episode yeah so i think it's it's a great debut Mm-hmm. Uh, and an even better pilot. Schmigadoon? Schmigadoon is exactly what I thought it was. It was a is a goofy send-up of uh, Showtune, Brigadoon, matchy-match kind of romance things. Um, what I was a little bit dis- surprised is the technical ability in the singing and the construction of the songs was lacking. But I hmm. think the first... First, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I uh, it's better than hacks, but I'm that's that's about it. I'm not going to float it to the top. Okay, haven't I, seen it. One division I thought was an amazing pilot. That <laughs> then the yeah, see, we're the exact opposite. I thought yeah. one division got less and less interesting each week as it go, went on. I think the second episode, ironically, is the best one of the series. Is where the they did the Brady magic Bunch skit. One? No, it was the mat where they they did the talent show and he did the magic yeah. act and he. No, I, I love like that what's... scene. That scene is so yeah. good, so charming. It's a but... good part of that episode too. Yeah, I I was not a fan of the uh, sitcom stuff that Wandavision was doing. I thought I might be, but it was just too much. It, it was like the first mm. three episodes are all that, and then eventually you get into something that is you know more what you consider Marvel standard kind of stuff, but. Yeah, it just so wasn't doing it what for is me. That, what's that add up to then? Uh, I think it wouldn't go any higher for me, but... Uh, really? Not even above hacks? You just hated that shit then. Yeah, it just didn't... Man, I thought I was going to like it. It just was too much too soon for that. Like okay. they never. It, it just took them so long to get to anything I viewed as relevant in that show. <sighs> Man, Mayor of Easttown. I didn't see this. I thought the pilot was pretty good and I'm like, you know what? Gender bent true detective. I'm, I'm in for it. I think I, I'm, I'm super, super into it. Something held it back from getting to that level. I don't know if it's the weird accents. I don't know if it was the, the like almost episode by episode use of red herrings and, it didn't it didn't feel like like I think the best kind of mysteries like this have information is woven throughout and you're kind of like guessing until like the very last. But to this, it felt like very much this episode. This is the asshole. It's got to be the asshole. Oh, it turns out he's not the asshole. Next episode. This is the asshole. This has got to be the it turns out it's not like it's like it's every it felt like a I don't know, like a dinner theater murder mystery where everything was just considered in turn and there was nothing that kind of built. There's not a big lot of twist. There was some. There was a shocking thing in the middle where they blew away Evan Peters. I didn't see that coming, but I don't know. I didn't engage. I didn't engage with this nearly as much as I wanted to. So to me, I don't hate it, but it, I cannot consider it for a best debut pilot. Hmm. Um, but the pilot was better. I think the show started strong. It got weaker as it went. Um, so I guess float it Falcon and winter soldier. Hmm. I didn't. I saw two episodes of this, I think, and did not like it. I thought the pilot was pretty interesting and like going with like uh, 
a very white Nazi poster boy looking Captain America when you had. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting idea there. The Falcon in the offing, and that was Cap's handpicked successor, and right. him like there was something interesting about like the federal government being like, you know, this is a sim- we should really retire this, make a museum, and and to him being like, uh, well, you know that I don't know if I can live up to Captain America's ideals, and like, yeah, here's the shield, and then right away, hey, we found a we found a blue eyed blonde guy. Turns out Captain America's been waiting the wings the whole time, and he's got a sidearm. I'm like. Mm. Oh, this is some interesting shit. But then it just like it does the Marvel thing where like it does this big flabby middle where shrimp they were trying. And- yeah, it's like, well, we got to get Elaine from Seinfeld in here and introduced us like we got to get all these other kind of shit. To, and and we we need to do something to this blonde Steve Rogers fake guy. So like, you know, like to me, this guy needed to go when he took Cap Shield and beat someone to death with it. Like, mm-hmm. be, like blood cover like you can't redeem that character and they kind of ended up with kind of like oh you know every, anyone can make a mistake and it, no no this is a terrible this is this is I'm to the bottom to the fucking Damn. bottom all right ooh ooh I see a good one at the bottom there down down I'm tired I'm tired of it um okay let me order li- this list by the way uh invincible. You didn't uh, see the whole thing. I, I saw the, but that, the pilot and the last episode. So that that's a pilot where it's like I was kind of like kind of crossed arms. I'm like, because I didn't want to watch it. I'm like, man, I already yeah. got the boys. This seems like a, you know, who? why do you want to watch this cartoon superhero uh, thing? Yeah, who needs this you when you got watch? the boys? Yeah. yeah, you got an X-rated fun boys. And it kind of outboyed the boys in this this first episode. And it's some something yeah. so, sh- so shocking. And like. How in the world can this this thing play out? And pretty good coming of age story. Lots of good stuff in there. To, you know, if, if you're watching this with your teenagers, lots of good, uh, interesting dynamics. I think that uh, between his peer group and his parents, I think are interesting to, to, to discuss. Um, I loved it. I and I like I the twist. Know. Like Homelander, you know, and the boys is just an evil fuck, and you see that yeah. from the beginning. Uh, this kind of rolls out some information about the the main character in an, a different kind of way and it's interesting and, and with the twist when it does come is there, there's kind of more to it than just like yeah. oh you know this this Homelander guy is evil um, yeah yeah I, I found it really impressive and the way you know I, I didn't really need to see the middle I felt I'm, I'm sure it adds color and context for a lot of things but it does sure but I felt like all the context I needed was kind of in the first and last episodes um, so yeah I, this was a, a pretty strong pilot for me certainly um, take it to the top and if I can count it as a debut then yeah it can go to the top for now for sure uh, how about Loki I kind of kind of too <sighs> top with it's it too. the best of the marvel stuff although it was not the best Hands show down. i've watched all year i'll tell you that much and de- definitely not the no. best debut i saw this year either i think we need uh, to take it to the top, to the top. It's, it's it's got it's there's a lot of daylight between it and the next couple uh ooh, to the top it means to the top aaron means to what the if fucking top. i didn't see this what if is fine it's a it's a 30 minute it's exactly what the what if comic book is which is something you pick up at the dime store when you see something interesting on the cover i watched about two-thirds of this i didn't finish it 
Um, it looks like surprisingly is going to be a big part. Like I, cause I rec- I, I did watch the, the evil doctor strange, uh, what if, and it looks like they're building on a lot of that connective tissue in the doctor strange multiverse of madness, which is going to be interesting to see how they integrate that stuff. Um, cause yeah, like it feels like doctor strange multiverse of madness is the first Marvel movie that is standing on the shoulders of both WandaVision and Marvel's what if, like hmm, okay. I think people are going to be pretty fucking lost, but maybe not because, like you know, the Red Witch had lost Vision and in, in, in the Infinity War, and she was kind of like in a depressed. So maybe seeing her depressed and shacked up in the middle of nowhere and investigating deep things of magic is I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see, but like yeah, what if is fine. I it's it's whatever. Um, Squid Game. So, um, I I didn't think much of the. To me, it was the second episode, and I still haven't finished the series, but to me, it's mm-hmm. the second episode that hooked me, where they let him go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, this isn't going to be some schlocky, low-budget kind of uh, torture porn thing. Well, it is, but it is. it's also yeah. going to have some interesting psychological things and things to yeah. say. Uh, um, and it does. It says them. I'm I'm not an expert on Korean culture and Korean society. So I don't know how to feel about what it says. Um, but I, I, I mean, I found it engaging. It, it was more than just its premise of like a bloody violent kind of um, game show. So I'll give it that. It certainly wasn't the best thing I saw this year, but for now it should probably go to the top. Okay. Um, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass was not as good as its is as pilot episode. I'll I'll put it that. Um, but it wasn't a bad show for spooky season. I some people really like the monologues in this show, and if you're that, and if you really like, if these these are the first. If you're if you're in your 20s and some of these like thoughts on religion and uh, existentialism like really flipped your lid, I can see this being uh, a foundational show for you. I've I've thought about this stuff a lot, so it it didn't it seemed it seemed kind of uh, dumb to me. Hmm. Um, Boy, it did have a moment, though. It did have it did have a moment or two that were pretty fucking good. I'm thinking about the moment. Uh, someone spontaneously combusts on a boat. Uh, but all I, I did me, this feels like this is right there in the what if where it's just kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's, it's good to see something from the, uh, uh, haunt on Hill house or whatever the hell it's, it's good to see his, him still doing spooky stuff, but this not nearly as good as the haunting a Hill house in my mind. When is the last time before this year? Cause I've seen two spontaneous combustions. Well, I've heard of two spontaneous combustions in television this year. When is the last time before that you had spotted a spontaneous combustion it's decades, been a minute, man. It's yeah. Been a minute. yeah. What is it about last are, year that are people just like so fed up with everything? And just like, I'm going to fucking explode. If any, any more happens. Well, where, 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 okay. Where did Toast the spontaneous of, combustion uh, London. come from? Oh, okay. Well, that was like six years ago too. That 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 uh, I forgot oh, about. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, but I I guess this, I just engaged with two spontaneous combustions yeah. this year. And and the spontaneous combustion in terms of midnight mass makes makes a lot of sense. Uh huh. Um, 
To put it mildly. Okay, the book of Boba Fett. Can we send that shit? Because that was bottom. just a terrible pilot. To the bottom. A terrible debut. Yeah. It's just, yeah. The pilot walking Oof. around in the desert for 15 minutes was stupid. Oof. I hated it. Yeah, the second one actually built on that, but like that should have just been. A, second episode was much better. Second episode was yeah. actually really they good. They should have just released an hour and a half first episode, I think, on that one. Um, Hawkeye was a hell of a lot of fun. I would never have watched this had it not come out in Christmas time and been explicitly connected to Christmas. But Hawkeye doing some kind of like Marvel on Netflix style street level crime syndicate, uh, trying to put a, a, a cap on Clint's, you know, murder murder spree he went on after his family died and he took up the mantle of that whatever murder ninja he became. Uh, I like Florence Pugh coming in and being the the White Widow. Um, I liked her interacting with the young Hawkeye. I kind of hated her trying to do something deep with Clint about Natasha. Hmm. But that it's good. It hits you right up. The, it's got it's got the Christmas. It's got Hawkeye gearing up to celebrate Christmas. This is his family um, talking about their traditions with all the lights up. There's Christmas music throughout. Some of the action sequences are scored to like really good Christmas this music it's fun man i i'll send it to the top fuck it all right could have just moved yellow jackets with it as a pair because yellow jackets to, to the, top. the top and i Obviously. think that that completes that completes where we're at um okay yeah. i think this is gonna be pretty easy yellow jackets over hawkeye yellow jackets <laughs> yeah. wins yeah over squid, squid game, game over yellow jackets better than a hawk are you gonna put it because I, I haven't seen i Hawkeye. haven't seen yeah i haven't seen squid game it's squid game's not gonna hit the top five i guarantee it so i don't think hawkeye will either so let's leave it there loki yeah. uh, not as good as yellow jackets but at number two sure yeah and oh, wait what the fuck just happened how did that even happen Delete. how did that happen I don't know, man. Google Google Docs. Hmm. Invincible. I think not as good as Yellow Jackets, but better than Loki. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's 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 not clearly better than Loki either. It's I think I prefer it because it's, I don't it's know because much like, more even. I can oh, pick right, out two Loki episodes that are like really fucking good and compare it to Invincible, Loki but good. right like. The last the two, thing. the last uh-huh. two episodes that Loki felt like a Marvel show that finally got it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to consistently build momentum and spectacle until it peaks and climaxes right where you want it to be. Instead of just the Captain Winter Winter Falcons kind of like, well, we got to have an action scene in every, you know, it, it, it feels some, it, it feel like walking yeah. dead perfunctory zombie attacks at time. Right. Uh, reservation dogs. I think it's got to go up. I really uh, enjoyed number it. Number two? I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. Foundation to the top? <laughs> Ooh, you're going to have a real fight, Yellow Jackets and Foundation here, because I think those are our number one and two. Um, but I could be convinced on either of those being to the top. Eh, actually, no. You know what? I think Yellow Jackets might take this. You might be right for me because foundation does be miss on, on some, uh, some foundation, pistons are misfiring, right? Like, yes, it's not yes. perfect. Yellow jackets. I, f- I find it really hard to find a flaw in yellow jackets. I think it's all right. I think w- yellow jackets. Once I got over the fact that like 
okay, Yellow Jackets is not going to give me what exactly what I thought it was going to give me right, right away because when you see that opening scene in Yellow Jackets, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be balls to the wall crazy the entire time. I'm going to get to really feral che- or feral soccer team out in the woods just going fucking bananas. Episode three is going to be that. I had to settle in and say, okay, that's not. it's not going to be that fast paced. But what I am getting week to week is consistently good consistently interesting and it's always rolling out another layer the dynamics between all these kids are really working the dynamics between the young kids and the adults are just perfect i yellow jackets is a very good show and i can't i i struggle to think like where did it misfire at all i thought before the the final act got going of Yellow Jackets, it got a little lethargic for me. It got a little bit samey. Um, and and the, but but here, the thing with Foundation in my mind, Foundation had a third to half of some episodes be something that didn't was messy and didn't work. Right, and the other half was awesome and really. But the highs of it. Foundation were incredibly high. Yeah. And the audacity of Foundation is just like yes, off the it's charts. Like right? Fundamentally, more so like, but man, we might have to come back and revisit that. Um, yeah, those those two in my mind, Yellow Jackets is probably going to be number one here. But like I said, open to discussion. And then I don't I know. I feel Do like I that need... list is shaping up. Yeah, seems to me like probably Mayor of Easttown is bad. I mean, I think it's it's better than Schmigadoon. If I'm just talking absolutely, Schmigadoon's a silly Apple TV comedy, mm-hmm. musical comedy. Um, what if is better than Hacks? I think Midnight Mass is not bad. It's better than Schmigadoon. Tell me if you want to disagree with any of these things. I mean, I haven't seen half of these, so. That's one. Yeah. So I, I feel like we got a good top. Is there anything in the top 10 you disagree with? Um, No. I, I mean, I would. Uh, I wouldn't feel bad recommending people. I I wouldn't feel bad recommending. I, I think we need to like foundation. It helps if you're a fucking nerd. They'll no. love science fiction. You have to be. I, I think you have to be a nerd. Because I, I think if you are not a giant nerd, there might be some things that are a little bit uh, in the same way that like there's honestly some Book of Boba Fett shit going on where it's, it's it, it just didn't quite connect. They didn't quite have the character beats. They didn't quite have the writing. They didn't quite have. And I, I think there's all, you know, explanations for that. And this is a very, very, very hard story to tell correctly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if my you, God, if you don't look at the concept of a clone dynasty and immediately go, oh, shit, that that is so full of possibility. Yes. And, and you kind of need to be a nerd to do that. Then you're not going to like the show nearly as much. Um that's the thing. There's so many brilliant structural things about like, you know, they, they saw this problem of like, how do you tell the story that's going to take place over thousands of years? Mm-hmm. How do you have a consistent antagonist protagonist and all that? And they, the, and the, the protagonist kind of came for free a little bit, uh-huh. but that the, the antagonist question is a novel solution and it's 
goddamn interesting. Like uh-huh. I, that could have been a standalone Asimov story, just the ge- genetic dynasty of Cleon for sure. Emperor Cleon. The, uh, yeah. And man, like I, I'll say this too, their jump drive technology, that is a contribution yeah. to the canon of science fiction visuals. It's yeah. an, I've seen a million different ways you can make a jump to hyperspace creating a black hole in the middle of a starship and just ripping a hole right, right then and there. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, felt, felt powerful and, and cool. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. I think our top five is solid. What do you think do, about do. yellow jackets to the top? I will say this, our drama category has yellow jackets over foundation season one. Well, that makes sense because I think it's a better drama, but is it a better debut pilot? Oh. They're both they're both debuts. I mean, this is a level playing field in that regard, right? I just Yellow Jackets doesn't have the missteps that Foundation does. I I agree it's not quite as audacious. It's not as hard of a story to tell. But it tells it almost flawlessly what about I mean, yeah can... and i was gonna say like you just on a if okay let's take it to the pilot uh i thought foundation had a very strong pilot um yeah it does harry's trial but yellow jackets um, did too yellow jackets did too like the 80s or the 90s uh, nostalgia high school nostalgia and then it hits you with running through the woods screaming cannibalism uh-huh you know like that's a pretty fucking good hook yeah i Ah, yeah, I think that's probably right. It's not night and day, right? It's not like, oh, Foundation sucks and Yellow Jackets is amazing. It's just, boy, they're both awesome. Foundation just, you know, has a flabby half to it. Yeah. Flabby third, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Gale stuff wasn't wasn't as flabby as the stuff that happened on Terminus, so... Yeah, and I'm not even that anti-terminus. Um, just a couple of things. I, they, man, I hope. I when I hear Goyer say that they got a better idea of the demographics, but I hope that means that they're going to stop trying to shoehorn action scenes because I think a lot of what made Terminus tedious is yeah. having to stage big action scenes around the Huntress and the Warden, and instead of using that to tell a better, you know, a better, more compelling story with more fleshed out characters, mm-hmm. um, I, I hope. I hope that they they mean that. I hope they don't mean like, oh, actually, it turns out just eighteen to twenty four, and we're really gonna like take the action <laughs> lever Star and Wars, just jam yeah. it to full on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm hoping that what. a lot of it was down to coronavirus. You know, um, just the disruptions of that whole thing happening in the middle of production. Since the dawn of time, we've been putting clothes on our back that identify us with our people, our group, our tribe. And why Bald Move might be one of the smallest, weirdest tribes out there, transcending all concepts of border, class, culture, and creed, we still have respect for the old ways. At support.baldmove.com, you can get t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. We have something for every one of our podcasts, or just wear the four pips of the Bald Move logo with pride. Bald Move merch beats running around naked, and they make a great gift for the Bald Move fan in your life. Join our tribe. Head over to support.baldmove.com and click on merch to start shopping.
commission podcasts are an awesome feature here at bald move that allows you the individual listener to decide what we talk about for a single podcast the community loves it because it often leads to fun fan favorite films and tv shows that we've overlooked getting the coverage they deserve and we love it because we're constantly exposed to great stuff that's not even on our radar the way it works is simple. You go to support.baldmove.com and you click on commissions. Then you pay the flat rate for the commission and tell us what two-ish hours of content you'd like us to make podcast on. Then we'll contact you for details, advanced feedback, and any dedications you'd like to make. Then we watch the thing, discuss the thing, turn it into a podcast, and pump it right into your ears. We get consistently great feedback on how much our commissioners love their podcast and they make great gifts for the dedicated Bald Move fan in your life. And who knows, that dedicated fan could even be you. Treat yourself. Check out support.baldmove.com for more info. You've been listening to quite a few Bald Move podcasts now, but you're not in the club? Whoo boy, you are missing out. Not only are all of our premium club podcast feeds completely ad-free, but we have lots of other great content exclusively for people in the club. There's a weekly lunch with Jim and Aaron where we chat with fans about anything and everything from TV and films, food, fun, life advice, and more. But there's also Off the Clock, our premium podcast where we talk about all the shows we don't have time for on our public feeds. Plus, you get access to our full spoiler-filled first-run movie reviews of our newly released films. Don't forget Instant Take and Talk Podcast, where we give our hot takes and discuss television shows with our fans live and immediately after the episode airs. With mega shows like House of the Dragon coming this summer, we're going to have lots to talk about. Not to mention access to our fun and friendly community of club members with exclusive Discord channels and a dedicated forum. It's one of the best places on the internet to hang out and chat about pop culture. Bottom line, you're helping two regular type guys in the Midwest make the content you like to listen to, which some would say is rewarding to itself. Help keep the lights on and the bits flowing at Bald Move. And get some awesome content for yourself. Head to support.baldmove.com to join the club today. Do we want to try to get, because I've got about 15, 20 minutes, do we want to try to get through to Biggest Miss? Sure. This should be easy. I think we can get through here. This should be easy. Okay. Here's the first, first top two, The White Lotus and Succession. Mm-hmm. Uh, dramedies in HBO Max category that are about rich assholes. And to the top. I, to the top? Succession to the top. White Lotus, I don't know. Uh, I remember a lot of people saying it was good. Um, but yeah, how many people actually watched that? I'm not sure. Okay. The thing is, is like, I think when people say biggest miss, and this is going to be a um, a big community category, obviously. Yeah. It's like, I think they don't pay attention to to both parts. It's like, what did bald move cover and not cover that they would have done a good job on? I'm Mm -hmm. really not convinced we would have done a good job on succession or white Lotus, because I think it would just be me. Like, why do I care? Why do I care? Why these people should all go to therapy. They should all go to like individual right. therapy. They should quit their fucking they jobs. Should go, they should go into they, therapy. They should. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They should go to therapy. They should go into couples therapy. They should go into family cancel. They should go into addiction rehab. They should just get their do, shit do, fixed. Do your desert meditation retreat for four months. Whatever you got to do because you got the money to do it. 
Like when Mayor of Easttown is like pounding back brewskis and chain smoking vape and just trying to just just a and, and fucking Evan Peterson just a or Peter just to feel something. Yeah. Like I get that she can't afford therapy. Yeah, but she's got a hard life and a hard job. And she's stuck in These that guys? position. Yeah, yeah. Just stop. Just fucking stop. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's the that's the Shakespearean Greek tragedy aspect of it. But like, I just I have no sympathy for the either. devil. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're half God, Hercules. Tell me how hard your life is. You're <laughs> right. infinitely strong. Oh, man, that must be tough. All right. Maid. Margaret Qualley. Uh, the fuck is this? I know so who Margaret Qualley is. is. She's, yeah, so she's Jill uh, from The Leftovers, leftovers. right? Mm-hmm. And she plays like this uh, young mother who is stuck on the welfare, like in that welfare bubble where it's like if she makes a little too much money this week, she gets her food mm-hmm. stamps taken away, but she can't afford a safe place to live. I, to me, I think I would have uh, I I think the actor is really good and I would like to see more of her. I haven't seen much of her or anything except for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where she plays, you know, a weirdo teenager and The Leftovers where she also plays a weirdo teenager and I think the socioeconomic stuff would have been interesting to talk about because um, I, I think this is what people I, I, this is the type of thing that might. And again, I haven't seen it, but I feel like this is the type of thing that people would make use of. It, it's like um, it can change people's idea of like, well, what is it like to be poor on welfare? What is it like to get the handouts? What is it like to get to be the lucky one? You know, how hard is it? What what is the experience of applying for it and 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 getting dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's and. I I don't know because I think that Americans have a ba- have, have a wrong idea of how these programs work and the types of people that are on them. Um, sure, so I think it's a missed who, opportunity for who that. the hell saw this. I don't know. It got on a lot of people's top ten, top twenty lists. Yeah, like because uh, it's really good. On top of that, what person so. who isn't in the industry making top twenty lists saw this movie, this show. <laughs> like uh, I, I literally never heard anyone say anything about Made. Underground Railroad. Um, That's another one I didn't I don't hear know. talked it, about. I, this, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to. I this again seems right up my alley. I like learning more stuff about things I don't know much about that contributed to the foundations of my country, and I feel like this fits the bill. But I didn't see it. I don't know much about it. Who made this so list? I can't commentate it, huh? <laughs> Who made this list? This did is the list, audience make the list? No. No, no, hmm. no, no. We've got the audience list as a separate thing. No, I made this by taking going through like some top forty lists and like okay. finding things that I didn't recognize, but I had heard of and looked interesting. That hmm. I think we did done a good job on. Yeah. Uh, what about Squid Games? Is that like the quintessential bald move? Who done it? Uh, Puzzle Box. It like, it could have been fun to talk about i don't there there isn't like a ton of meat there like especially in the middle it's not like oh we can talk about the societal ills in korea and all that stuff nah there's there's not a ton of that it it kind of bookends the series with that stuff but then in the middle there's a lot of like oh what's gonna happen next sort of things um and there is this story with like you know that everybody's wearing masks in that show and so there's a little bit of like who are these people um you know trying to guess the identities and the source of of the the power here so yeah i think it would have been fun to talk about certainly but it's a netflix show and it was all released at the same time and it's just going to be a one and done thing for us so is this a huge miss 
um it was very popular i think we should have probably watched it and done a single podcast about it like maybe an off the clock or something and that would have been enough but yeah i I think it's a bigger miss than made or underground railroad which no one has ever heard of well but the thing is is like i don't know like would i rather have i guess more traffic or would i rather have something that is super interesting to talk about and that's where i've literally never heard of those other two shows so like how can they be a big miss if we haven't even if no one is talking about them well, but like, what does that even mean? You don't watch commercials. <laughs> so, like, but I hear about I, shit that I, comes out all the time. Like, I watch true. trailers at movies. I I think both neither I, of these our were Discord on the... is constantly showing us shit that's yeah. coming out. Like, yeah, I I hear about shit that's coming out all the time, and these did not even make it to ooh, that's interesting kind of levels. What about King Richard? The only reason I think this is interesting is because uh, the Williams sisters was raised by their father as a Jehovah's Witness, and I was super interested to see how, if at all, they dealt with the religious aspect. Because yeah, I always think famous Jehovah's Witnesses are fucking mind-blowing. Prince was a Jehovah's Witness towards the I end know. of his life. Michael Jackson was a devoted Jehovah's Witness and at his, the start of his, his life. parents, his family, I think, was. Yeah. Like I, to me, that's like that's like saying uh, you're uh, you're a committed Roman Catholic Satanist. Um, like it just does. Those are things that don't like fame and ambition and money yeah. just do not go with the witness life. So like I think that stuff is fascinating. And, and I don't know. I Will Smith got nominated for an Academy Award for this movie and sure won some other awards. Um, yeah, no, I I think it was a I think pretty that'd big have been miss. a good first run, first run bald. It was a it, what, what happened? Did this come out the same time as something else came out? It had to have because I can't imagine we would have not covered it. it. It came out on HBO Max. We wouldn't have gone to the theaters. It was a first run. I want to say it was around Christmas time, and we were just too around, fucking busy. No, that could yeah. have been done it too. I I wouldn't mind doing a catch up on this. Um, yeah, for a, a prestige coming up because I, I think it. I, I would like to see it. Um, Mayor of Easttown again. I, it's a gender bent true detective kind of thing, but I don't. I think I would have been bitching about it. So like, people oh, were actually this talking is about this it is another though. one that needs to go higher if you want to use your like heard of categorization. Yeah. Um. So I guess you're wanting to put both of these above, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know easily. that we would have done a good job covering Mayor of Easttown. We might have just been like bitching mm-hmm. about how dumb we were finding it. I don't know. Oh, I didn't see it. And then Dope Sick. Uh, this is a Hulu show. Surely you've seen this because it's all over Hulu. Uh-huh. I've um, seen people talking about it. I haven't actually okay. seen the show, but this, yeah, is, this uh, is about I think the I, that, Purdue Pharma uh, opioid. Yeah, heroin yeah. Uh, pushing scandal or uh, not heroin um, opioid crisis. Um, I, I, I Everything I said about made goes like triple for that. So did we just fuck around and make a good big, biggest miss? Like Succession is the one I hear all the fucking yeah. about. I the thing about Succession and White Lotus, I still don't think you would like the show that we did do on it. Like yeah. you're betting that against my better judgment. And you're, keep in mind, Jim seen the first. I don't know why I always get blamed for not being the one covering this when Jim seen the first season and said meh. Yeah, I thought but it was like, meh, but yeah, yeah. I uh, I've also heard the show has ever, changed a bit, but. It could be, Whatever. and everyone like like Alan Seppenwall. That was one of the ones I was the the I don't know what do you call the opposite of feathers holding. There's the one a few sticks up my ass. I was holding on to. 
is that Alan Sepinwall, my personal favorite TV reviewer, is kind of like, I don't understand. I don't want to fuck, you know, I've seen blah, 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 and I fuck it. But he got like super into it in the third season. I just, man, I really don't want to watch it. I really don't. Well, then don't. Then don't. It's going to be season four next time. Who cares? We missed the boat on it. Whatever. I know. Hopefully, maybe. Plenty of other shows. I I just feel like I. But that's the thing. It's like that. Sometimes it happens, man. Like I got, I got bullied into watching Americans and ended up hating it. Yeah. Um. Every once in a while, I liked it, like think but... about everyone can think of something in their life that's hell, well well regarded and you hate, right? Like it just sucks when sure. that happens with with us. Um. I, yeah. Uh, Succession's so I, easily number one though, based on how much people wanted us to cover it and how little interest we had. How about that? Ooh, with maybe King Richard over. How? What do you think about? That? I just did a bunch of like. Uh, so yeah. we got Succession up front, Mayor of Easttown because that did get decent numbers, not huge numbers, but decent numbers, and people clamored for it. White Lotus, which is essentially Succession. I think that's a funnier, more exotic Succession. Yeah. Squid Games because that did for about a month, about six to eight weeks, took over the internet, and I wish we could have gotten in and, and did yeah. some coverage of that. Would have been a one and done, but yes, yeah. Uh, King Richard for the reasons we mentioned, and then yeah, Dope Sick made an Underground Railroad. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. All right, got top five. I think, is good. Think we got a good top five here, and I think I finally run out of time, so we'll we'll leave cool. it there. Uh, check out the the ceremony later on. Well, at the same time, whatever, whatever. You know if this what this is. Deliberations, Baldies, gotta have them. See ya.